Mark continues, Rabbah also said if a person fell off a roof and landed on top of a woman, a woman in a way that he had beer with her, and in the process he injured her, he's chayved her four additional payments. If the woman was his Yavama, was his he is not kind her with this beer. This means that he's chayved for Nezek Tzaripa and Shev, not for Boishas, because the Mishnah says that one is not chayved for Boishas unless the act was intended. Rabbah also said if a person was pushed off a roof by an unusually strong wind and he landed on someone injuring and embarrassing them, he's chayved for damages, but not for the additional four payments. If he was pushed off by a usual wind, he's also chayyav for the other four pains, but not for boishas. If he turns, if he turned himself mid-air so that he break his fall by falling on someone else, he'd even be chayyav for boishas. Could we learn from a pasuk that as long as he intended for the act that does the damage, even if he did not intend to embarrass someone by doing so, he's chayyav for boishas. Rabbi also said, if a person puts a burning coal on another person's heart, which causes the other person to die, the person who put the coal there is potter for the killing because the other person should have taken the coal off of himself. But if the person put the burning coal on someone's clothing and the clothing burned, he is chayyav to pay for that clothing. Rav said both these halachas are taught in a Mishnah. A Mishnah says that if someone pushed someone into a, a water or fire and held them down, he's chayv for the killing. However, if he only pushed them in and the person could have gotten out of the water or the fire by himself, he's potter for the killing. This teaches the halacha of the coal on the heart. Another Mishnah says, if a person says, rip my clothing or break my keli, and the person then goes ahead and does so, the person is chayv because the person meant, you can break my keli, but you have to be willing to pay. This teaches the, the concept of the halacha that the person who puts the coal on the clothing of the other person would be chayv. Rabbi asks, what's the halakha if someone puts a burning coal on the heart of someone else's slave? Do we consider it as putting a coal on the person uh, himself or on this property? If you'll say that the slave is considered to be like the body of the owner himself, what would be halakha if you put the coal on another person's ox? Rabbi then answered, a slave is considered to be like the body of the owner himself, and an ox is considered to be like his property, and we have the same halakha as when he places the coal on the other person's clothing. Had malach regel. Perek Hamaniach, Perek Shlishi, Zok the Heligam Mishnah Pesiyat to Dishmai, if a person places a kad, the type of keli, in the Rishus Rabbim, another person comes and trips on it and breaks it, the one who tripped is potter from having to pay for the jug, and if he was injured, the one who places the chavis, also a type of keli, there is chayif to pay for the damage done to the person. In fact, the Mishnah begins by discussing a kad, and ends up discussing a chavis. We find two other Mishnahites to do this as well. The Prophet said that kav and a chavis are really the same thing. The point of knowing this is that if someone made a deal to sell one of these and gave you the other one, because normally a kav is thought of as being like a pitcher, a chav is thought of being as a barrel, but the sale the sale will be valid because they are generally interchangeable terms. What's the circumstance of this case? If the sale was in a place where people don't refer to one type of keli as both a kad and a chavis, so how can he give something that was not said? Where I said the case must be where the people refer to a jug as a kad and a barrel as a chavis, but there are some people who use these terms interchangeably. We would think that we have to follow the majority, but therefore the therefore teaches that no, they don't have to follow the majority in money matters. Why don't we say that he should have been? He should have looked where he was walking. And in the name of Rav was said that the case is where the person filled the entire area with pitchers, so it's impossible not to walk and trip over them. Shmuel said the case is where he tripped over it at night, and therefore he could not have been expected to see it. Rabbi Yechonin said the case is where the pitcher was at a corner, where the person could not have been expected to see it before tripping over it. Fakhnur our Papa said our Mishnah seems not to agree with Rav because according to him the Mishnah didn't have to say the person tripped on the pitcher. It could have said even that the person simply broke the pitcher. So as Vid in the name of Rava said, the Mishnah could have given the case of where he simply broke the pitcher. The reason the Mishnah gave the case of where he tripped is because the end of the Mishnah needs to give that case because only there would the owner of the pitcher be chayev to pay for the damages. Rabbi Abba said to Ravashi, in Eretz Yisrael, they said in the name of Ula, the reason the person who tripped is not chayv to pay for the pitcher is because the person does not look where he walks, and therefore is not expected to do so either. It once happened that a person tripped over a keli in full daylight and broke the keli, and Shmuel said he was chayv to pay for the keli. In a similar case, Rabba also said the person was chayv to pay. Fekhmar Shmuel is following his earlier view. Should we say that this means that Rabba holds like Shmuel? Rabba said the case of Rabba was regarding a barrel at the corner of an olive press, where it's normal and within one's rights to keep his barrels there. It's only in that case, maybe, that Rabba says that the person is chayv for breaking the barrel. 
say that the boyish's payment for a kick with the knee is three slum. For a kick with the foot, five slum. For hitting with a donkey saddle, thirteen slum. What's the amount of the boyish's payment for hitting someone with the handle or the blade of a shovel? So Rav Nachman sent back, Chista, Chista, are you collecting penalties in Bavel? Send me the facts of the case. Rav Chista said there was a water source that was owned by people and each had a right to draw water on alternating days. It happened that one of the people tried drawing water on a day that he was not supposed to. A fight broke out and the other person hit him and with the handle of a shovel. Rav Nachman said in this case he would not be if anything, because even according to the view, that one may not take matters into his own hands, since he was facing a loss over here, if the person drew the water uh, not on his day, it would be making the person, the other person lose, so he's certainly allowed to take matters into his own hand, and therefore it was within his rights to hit him. Zakhmar, we've learned that Rabbi Huda says a person may not take matters into his own hand, or Rav Nachman says that one may. If a person is facing a loss, everyone agrees that he may take matters into his own hands to prevent the loss. Machalik is where there's no impending loss. In that case, Rabbi Huda says, since there's no loss, the person should go to Bezdin to adjudicate the dispute. Rav Nachman says, since the person is acting properly against his legal claim, we do not require him to go to Bezdin. Reacting where Kahana asked, the Bryce says, Ben Bagbag says, don't sneak up into another person's property to take back something of yours because you may appear to be a thief. Rather, break his teeth, meaning beat him, and tell him you're taking something back that belongs to you. We see from here that you're allowed to take matters into your own hand. Rabbi Huda said, Ben Bagbag is a lone shita. And the Rabbanon argue with him and agree with me. Rabbi Yane said, break his teeth actually means take him to Bezdin. Reacting where according to Rabbi Yane, the Bryce shouldn't say, and he should tell him. Rather, say, and they should tell him. Also, shouldn't say, I am taking what belongs to me. Rather, say, it should that. That he is taking what belongs to him because it should be Bezin talking. Kasha and Akanami, that remains fair.